Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. love today's topic and I think it is so timely because we are getting ready to get into summertime and I'm going to tell you guys how I make running easier by changing things in my life. I've talked numerous times about how to make running easier by simplifying running in general and I am such an advocate for that of keeping things simple but I've also found ways to simplify other parts of my life that help actually help running to become easier. So all right, so I mentioned that I can make running easier for you all by not just simplifying running, right? Like I've talked about that, how running could, you can make it so difficult. You can make running such a difficult task. I mean, if you even spend any time on Google and, and start researching like how to become a runner or how to run faster or whatever it is, you will find yourself like waist deep in so many tips and tricks and advice and things that you should be doing and not doing that you will just want to cover your eyes and just go to bed because it's so overwhelming. So we've talked a lot of times about how to keep running simple and not to stress about all of the details of running, but I also want to mention how I keep things simple in my life outside of running in order to help running fit into my life even more. I have mentioned this before, but I love this topic and I'm really digging into it in my home life right now. And so I thought, you know, maybe this time of year, is, this is something that other people are kind of playing around with and thinking about and struggling with. And so maybe this will give somebody the motivation or guidance to think about how they can change some things around them to make things a little easier because really we want to make sure we have time for running. It is what makes us happy, right? Is what makes us feel good. And when we have to worry about when to fit it in and, and you know, cleaning and, and taking care of our home and things like that. And, you know, when you wake up and you have to ask yourself, do I want to go for a run or do I have to clean up my house? Like those are not, those are not fun things to be thinking about. Like you want to be able to wake up and be like, I'm heading out for a run. Like that's just what it is because my house is fine. And so um, when I talk about simplifying things outside of running to make your life easier, there are two really big categories that I think of. One of them is, you, you know, keeping your house in order, not being overwhelmed by things and cleaning and constant, you know, straightening up of your house. That's a one component. And then kind of similarly with your calendar and what you have on your schedule and maintaining that schedule, especially if you have kids, um, maintaining their schedules and things like that. Like, so ultimately what I have done over the years that, that has really helped me to simplify the act of fitting running into my life, besides narrowing it down to three days a week of training, which has been a game changer, it has been simplifying things in my home. 
and in my calendar. But more importantly, mostly my home. And so I, this all came to be, as many of you know, if you've listened to the, the previous podcast episode on simplifying your life, it was during COVID when I felt like I was drowning in everything. Um, so that's kind of how I really dove into simplify, how to simplify, but it is an, an ongoing process. Simplifying for me means getting rid of things, decluttering, looking around my home and thinking about what does not need to be here anymore. Like what can I get rid of so that I have less to maintain, less to organize, less to straighten up, and I don't wanna have to worry about it anymore. And so the thing about that is, is that you have to continue to do it. It has to be a constant check-in of like, okay, what can I purge now? What can I get rid of now? What do I not need anymore? What is not serving a purpose in my life? And so it's a constant. And well, when I started this program, I, you know, all of my free time has really gone into building this program and, and connecting with my runners and making sure that I'm there to support them. And so the act of maintaining that simplified home, that decluttered home, became more difficult because I was spending more time doing working on the program and I wasn't maintaining it as much. And so I got to this point where I was just so overwhelmed by having to quote unquote clean my house. But what I really mean by that is straighten up my house, like manage all the things in it. And I just don't like a lot of things in my space. And that really happened whenever I started simplifying during COVID. I started like taking things out of my life, taking things, I'm talking about, I'm talking about like kids' toys. I'm talking about extra clothes. I'm talking about furniture. I'm talking about so many things, you guys. Dishes, just extra things that I didn't need collecting dust or just cluttering up spaces. And what I found was that everybody in my home felt so much better when things were simplified. So you might think that, you know, when you're you're going through things and asking yourself like, what can I get rid of? And when I say get rid of, I mean either throw away or donate or give to somebody else. Like what can I take out of my house so it's one less thing I have to worry about? And initially you might think like, oh my gosh, well my kids are gonna miss these certain toys or you know we're not gonna have this if we ever need it. But what happens is if you really allow yourself to get into that decluttering and simplifying and, and removing things that are taking up your time and your space, is that your family and you will feel so light and so good. And what happened is I started realizing that when I had less things to manage and to straighten up and to move around every day, right? Cause you're always moving things to quote unquote clean up. I did more things with my family. I spent more time with my family. We went more places because I wasn't spending so much time just straightening things up around the house. And it can happen so easily gathering things around the home. And so right now, these past couple of weeks, I've done it differently than I did in the past. Like before I would dedicate certain days and I would spend the entire day going through different parts of my house and seeing what I could purge, what I could donate, what I could get rid of. And I, I don't have time for that right now because I'm building this program. I don't have time for it. So I've had to do it in segments and I've had to do it where it fits in. And that's what I would love to challenge you guys into doing is to not make it a thing, right? We're gonna keep even this simple by not making it a whole, like I'm going through my whole house by even just taking a garbage bag, okay? And think of two categories first. Is there anything around me that I can throw away? Like I literally can throw away, it's broken. I don't need it anymore. Nobody has touched it or looked at it. Nobody can really reuse this. My kids' old artwork that I don't need to keep anymore. I know that's hard for some of you. I have no desire to keep, I keep like 
my top, 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 top favorites, their top, 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 top favorites. And no, I don't tell them that I recycle much of it, but they make so many things, you know, and I know some people keep a lot of their kids' artwork, like everything that they have. But think about this. If you as an adult right now, if your family, your parents said to you, hey, I have this crate full of all of your artwork from kindergarten and preschool and first grade. I have all these pictures that you drew. Would you really want to bring that into your home, honestly? If your answer is yes, then maybe don't listen to me. <laughs> if your answer is yes, then maybe just maybe just don't get rid of any of your kids' artwork. But for me, no. Like I have no desire. I do not want to... Like, oh, cute, like I could look at something, but I do not want to go through pages and pages of art from when I was a kid. I don't, I have no desire to do that. I don't want it, I don't want it in my house. Um, I would just rather have less. So that's just me, and maybe that's where, maybe that's that's just me, but um, I don't think my kids want that. I don't think they will want that either. And I'm, not, I'm obviously not gonna get rid of everything. I'm going to keep a couple of things from each year, just a few of them, and the rest I'll recycle, and it's okay, and most of the time, they don't even notice. They've never asked me for things. And, you know, I'm sitting here right now looking at two of my favorite things. And if you are watching this video, you'll be able to hold them up so you can see. Like, one of the things that Grayson made for me is so cute. And it says he wrote mom on it for the first time. And he glued, like, little shells on it. And then Jocelyn just recently did this clay portrait of herself. And she has, you know, she made a clay portrait and has yarn hair. Like, I will hold on to these things forever because they are so sweet. And they're kind of, you know they were a moment so I'll keep those um but there are other things that I 100% will recycle and, and that's going to be okay and, and I don't just do it with kids stuff I do it with you know my own things I do it with Mike's things Mike was very resistant my husband at first like you know not wanting me to, to to get rid of his things and I really didn't get rid of anything for him like that's all his decision that's his his stuff but he was watching me and he was watching different areas of the house and he saw the garbage bags of things that I was taking out of my closet the garbage bags of things that I was taking out of the kitchen and and he wanted that and so he was like okay just tell me what to do because it's hard it is hard making those decisions and so do the easiest things first things that you do not care about things that you don't have to sit and think about do those first you know, whether it's old clothes, if there's things you haven't worn, like get rid of them for goodness sakes. Like give yourself the space. You will feel so good. You are not doing yourself a disservice by getting rid of things that don't serve you anymore, that you don't wear anymore. Like you're doing yourself a, a service of like every time you go past that sweater that you haven't worn in years, you have to make that decision again to not wear it. Like every time you touch it, that's, that is emotionally draining, right? It's, 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 I don't know. You're you're using your thoughts when you don't have to. It's brain power that you don't need to use. So just remove it. And you'll never have to waste that brain power again. Like you have passed it up how many times? So do yourself a favor and remove those things. So even when my kids are cleaning, I always tell them these things. First go through and see what you can throw away. And then go through and see what you can give away. And then go through and see what's left to organize and put away. So those are our three steps. Throw away, give away, organize, and put away. And so I love a good purge. I love a good purge. It feels so good. And the more garbage bags I have, the better. I love it so much. I've never regretted anything. What I have regret is putting them out in my garage and then my kids finding them last weekend and then bringing most of the toys that I had purged back in. But they're so good. Like they know the rules. And I explained to them that, well, if you keep it, you guys are going to have to clean it up. And so they'll say to me like, mom, can I bring this in? I'll take another toy out. Like they just know that's the process because here's what happened. 
And this will happen with adults. This will happen with in your office. This will happen in your home. It will happen if you have kids. But I removed so many things from certain areas a couple of months ago, like toys. I'm talking about like I removed so many toys that were just taking up space. And the kids like laid out on the floor. They played in those rooms that I had emptied out for so long. When they were filled with toys, they're overwhelming, they're overstimulating, and kids don't really play with them, honestly. It really is a thing. You can look it up, you can do some searches on YouTube, you can do some searches on Instagram, you can find people who simplify. Like you will see, like research shows that you wanna be in places that have less things, 100%. And it could be, like I said, furniture, it could be clothes, it could be toys, it could be dishes, it could be, you know, paper, whatever it is, and just throw it away, oh my gosh. Just throw it away. It feels so good. Anything broken, it goes out the door. Anything that other people can't use, it goes out the door. If someone else can use it, put it in a bag and donate it. You know, don't don't overthink it because you're going to feel so good from doing it. And so why am I talking about this on the Run Your Happy Life podcast? Because it was a game changer for me. It changed everything for me and my family. And I will never stop doing it. I will never stop doing it. I'm talking about going through... I would take different points of the house and I would go through them and I, w- I didn't even realize how much I had, like even extra bottles of shampoo and lotions and all of those things, like didn't need it. I had so much. I didn't throw those things away, of course, if I could use it, but some of it I did give away because I don't want to store it that much. And I just felt so good going into all of my rooms and I felt like I had everything in control. And so because of that, because I wasn't moving things around and having to straighten up everything and it didn't always feel so messy. I would wake up and it felt so good that I didn't have to spend so much time cleaning things up that my family and I would go somewhere. Like we would do something. When you have less laundry, you have less laundry to do. When you have less dishes, you have less dishes to do. When you have less toys, you have less toys to clean up. When you have, you know, it's just how it works. And so in the end, you know, I last summer was waking up and having to say, okay, my whole family's in bed. I had this quiet time to myself. I really want to clean my house, but I also really want to go for a run and not have to to take the stroller or whatever, take the kids. I just want me time. And I hated having to make that decision because if I couldn't get both of them done, there was always something that I was like, oh, I just wanted to get it done, but my day was starting. And so what I did was I took on that whole, you know, I'm going to get rid of and I'm going to donate. I'm going to organize the rest of the things that are left over and you know, when I did that, I would wake up in the morning. I just had less to do. I had less to go through. I had less to stress about, less to worry about. And I could go for the run and it was, I could come back and the, you know, it was relatively clean. I am in the space right now where I need to do it. And I just started this past week. So I do hope that it motivates you to consider doing it if you haven't, because ultimately it's going to give you more time to fit in those runs. And when you have less things taking up your space, you feel lighter and you don't have so many things to worry about organized to clean up and you can just go on with your day and fit your runs in that becomes your priority and then spend time with family if you have extra time or read a book for goodness sakes like that's going to be another podcast how to ditch social media for a little while and pick up a book because it is so rewarding i turned off all of my social media for mother's day to spend it with my family and you know there were times when like we had a movie on and i was like okay well i'm gonna grab my e-reader I don't know it's not a nook but I always call it my kindle or my nook and I picked it up and I read an entire book that day and that night and it was so nice I haven't done that in months because social media like it's so easy for us to get up you know pick up our phones and just start scrolling and and clicking and tapping and all that so um that's another decluttering strategy we can talk about later but honestly the next part of this was me talking about your calendar and how your calendar can also be 
over cluttered with things like you know looking at your calendar and saying what can I say no to what can I remove what is not serving me like what do I have that I am dreading throughout my week is there something on your calendar that you have to show up for something in your week that you just you just dread and you feel like I don't want to do this you know why not take it off why not take it off and then you know you can consider the whole impact of how much time are you spending on social media how much time are you spending scrolling that, you know, if you, if you declutter that part and gave yourself that time back, like what would that add to your schedule throughout, throughout the day, throughout the week? And you're only looking for, you know, if we're talking about just fitting the runs in, in a less stressful way, you're looking for three days when you can have more peace and, and cut some things out. You know, Mike and I ditched social media completely before I started this program. We were not on social media, like got rid of it because... I wanted that time. It was part of what I was going through with the, you know, the decluttering, the simplifying everything. And I was reading more and I, I felt more relaxed. And then I started this program and this is how I connect with my runners. Like social media is great. You just kind of have to make sure you're, you're keeping it, you know, limited to a degree and, and making sure that it's still serving its purpose in your life. And so for me, it is, I only use it as my tool to connect with those people who need me that I can reach out to and help in regards to becoming runners and supporting them in their running journey and, and supporting them in life and how to make life simpler and easier and happier, you know, all those things. And so one thing that Mike did on his phone, because he is, you know, the only social media he gets on is in our running groups for our fa- private Facebook groups. So he has those as shortcuts on his phone. So when he even goes to Facebook, he, he doesn't get to the whole like, you know, the scrolling of Facebook, he only gets into our groups and he set it up that way. So he's using it for um, a very intentional purpose and then not spending that time on there um, otherwise. So it's a little different for me because, you know, part of the whole reaching out to people and finding people comes through the social aspect. So something I'm still working on with that balance. But, you know, the calendar thing for me right now, the, the, the big calendar thing for me is figuring out how to simplify my kids after school activities. And so, you know, I, four days a week, four nights a week, we're doing swimming and we are constantly recalibrating that to say like, okay, at the age that they're at right now, is this something that they need to do this many times a week? Grayson swims one day, Jocelyn swims three days, but it's, it's, it's kind of taxing because we have to drive kind of far to do it. And, and what can we simplify? And we're looking at changing her location um, and maybe getting her down to two days a week, just because we have to be mindful of that. I don't want to spend all my energy do it filling my calendar my schedule with these things at this point in my life like I don't want to burn myself out in that regard and not be able to show up for myself and maybe not even be as good of a mom and a partner and a counselor and a a quote-unquote coach you know if I'm not allowing myself to have that space and so we're going to do you know after this season which at the end of spring we're going to do a little revamp of our goals and what we kind of want as a family what we want our calendar look like to look like because we also because of the running program have spent a lot of time working on the weekends and a lot of time working in the evening I work a full-time job during the day so all of this creation and, and the support has to come after hours and so we just have to figure out how to make things fit for our family and we will be sitting down as a family well Mike and I really to decide like what days, you know, how can I change my schedule so that this works better so that we're spending more time together as a family and doing more things as a family. And so we'll have to do a little calendar audit and a little time audit to see what's gonna work for us. And that's part of my simplifying process across the board. I simplify my calendar 
and I simplify my home. But mostly for me, the, the thing that has the biggest impact is simplifying my home. And I, I can't tell you guys how good it feels. I am in the middle of that right now, so I have a lot of work to still do. But I did get two garbage bags full of things out. I still have to go through my clothes. And I, I went through all of my kids' clothes, so that felt really good to get rid of those. And, and, it, and I don't stress about it. Like, I pull it out. You know how you have outfits that you love but your kids don't love? And you're like, but they look so cute. I hope they wear it or whatever. I don't do that anymore. Like, if I hold it up and I say, are you going to wear this? And, you know, if Jocelyn says no, like, it's gone. I'm not going to hold on to it just in case. I'm not doing that. Because all it does is sit there until she grows out of it. So even it, shoes. Like, there have been shoes that I bought her that, you know, I thought she would love. They look so cute on her. But she's just really into wearing her Asics. Every day, she wants to be ready for her PE class, and she only wants to wear her ASICs. So all these boots that she's growing out of, like, goodbye, goodbye. We're not, we're not going to stress about it. And, um, you know, that's kind of new for me because I used to hold on to it. Well, I'll just put it over here until I realize, like, we're just growing out of it and, and donating, it any, donating it anyway. So if she does say she's going to wear something also, and I haven't seen it on her in a long time, I keep it out, and I say, you have to wear it this week or we're going to donate it because I sometimes I think she wants to keep things and I don't believe her like nope you're not really going to wear that so jeans the cutest jeans that she had but she just doesn't like to wear them and as much as I was hoping that she would learn to love them she never did so I just got rid of them who cares who cares it's not worth the time it's not worth the energy and so I need to do that with my stuff um Mike will do that with his when he sees me doing mine because he'll want that feeling too um but if there's you know old things Get rid of it, you guys. Don't waste the mental energy on it. It's not worth it. If it's some things that are very difficult, don't get stuck trying to figure out, like, what do I do with this family heirloom? Like, don't, we're not going to stress about that. You're going to put that to the side and you're going to go through what you can do quickly and you're going to do things throughout the week, right? You're just going to have a garbage bag. I, I always keep a garbage bag sitting in the corner of our guest room and um, as I go through things and I think about it, I'm like, we don't need this. We don't need this. I don't need this. I just drop it in the bag along the way and then little by little little becomes a lot and you've really cleared out of a lot of things and I just randomly after I was getting ready in our downstairs guest bedroom yesterday that's where my hair stuff and my makeup is when we don't have guests I just come down here and um I had like some empty shampoo bottles I had some like bath toys kinds of things like I just basically did like a quick scan of the shower and you know I threw away some old loofahs and I just did like a simplifying of that like I got down to the the you know, the shampoo, conditioner, face wash, um, soap that I needed. And then the rest of the stuff, I just, I tossed, like I did a quick, you know, what do I need in here? So I simplified that area just right after I had gotten ready. I don't make it a big deal because I just don't have that time to spend hours doing that right now. If you do, good on you. I would move room to room with your garbage bag and just have at it. Start with what can you throw away? What can I throw away? And then what can I give away? If you're really into... Um, how, you know, I purchased a lot of my programs that I did because programs cost money. A lot of the programs that I did, I purchased them by the things that I was going to donate. I sold on, I think it was called Let Go or Offer Up, one of them, and I sold it to make some extra cash to be able to um, purchase those programs. And that ultimately helped me to, to purchase my um, business program that I signed up for also. So that's a story for another day. But I highly encourage you guys, this time of year is a great time to do it to get out there and just get some things, get rid of some things. It don't You don't have to do it all at once. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just think about it. Once you get rid of it, you don't have to straighten it up anymore. You don't have to clean it up anymore. If there's a space for you that's constantly like, oh, that space is always a mess, look at it 
and say, well, what can I get rid of? Honest to God, what can I get rid of from that space? Because it always drives me nuts. What can I get rid of? What can I donate? And then how can I organize what I have to keep? And you guys are going to feel like a million bucks. So I know not much about running in this podcast episode, but I really... I really hope you guys give it a try. Dive into it a little bit. It was a game changer for me, and I think you're going to love it. Do a calendar audit. Do a little home audit, and find yourself having some more free time, and do a little social media audit. That was the bonus. A little social media audit audit to see how much time you're spending on there, and if there's anything you can get rid of that's taking up extra time and energy so you can use it to run and set more goals because when you run, you're a happier human. Oh, you guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. Just a reminder, we will be having a challenge coming up at the end of June. If you want to get on the list to be a part of that challenge, the challenge leads to the program. So the challenge is free. It's a five-day free challenge. More details to come on that, but you sign up and you run with me for a week, and which will be three workouts. And then um, I do offer some bonus workouts for those who show up for all three of those workouts. And then after that, I open up the program for those who are in the challenge. If you want to join the summer team, that will be training through the summer, 10 weeks to a 5k that will be available to those who want to sign up for that. But that is coming at the end, middle to end of June. If you want on the wait list so that you don't miss anything, go to tinarepa.com forward slash run and get on that wait list so that we know to notify you as soon as doors open up for the challenge so we can get you in. We have a private Facebook group. You guys will get a plan for that week. I'm sorry, you'll get one workout at a time. You have to complete one workout to get the next one. For your three workouts, you'll have some reflection questions. You'll have all the support of our amazing soulmates who are just, you're going to fall in love with. They are so wonderful. And um, we're going to just get you guys so pumped up and started. And even if you don't join the program, you're going to be on a, like a really, a super, like a super speed kickoff to start your running journey by showing up with us for that week. It ultimately could end up being two weeks. If you guys show up for the first week, I will show up for you with some bonus workouts the second week if you show up the first week for yourself. So um, really exciting, a lot of good stuff coming, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you liked this episode or you think someone could benefit from this, make sure that you share it, subscribe to the podcast. If you would leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. It really helps the algorithm to help other people find us, those who are looking to become runners or to just figure out a way to have a happier life in general. So when you leave a review, it just helps people to us to show up in the search. So if you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe, leave a review and reach out to me on social media. If there's something that you want to hear, something that you liked hearing about, something you'd like to hear more about, please send me a DM and let me know what can I do to help you on your journey because we all want to run our happy life. Thanks for hanging out with me, you guys. I will see you later. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.